Hey there, welcome to the YouTube show. I'm Chris. Got Craig and Joe as always with me. How are you guys doing today? Doing well, man. How are you guys? Excellent, excellent. Fantastic. Um, Man, I this has been a wild week. What did we talk about last week on our show? I Mr. Could... We did the Willy Wonka Mr. Beast. Oh, yes, yes. The Chocolate Factory. Yes. Very good. Well, lots yeah. of people like uh, Mr. Beast and Willy Wonka. I, last week felt like a million years ago, to be honest with you. I, it just um, not much is going on in life. It's just keeping busy, as always, pretty much. So, well, Craig suggests at the end, and I, man, I used to be so organized. We used to have like votes on these things. Now, and I'll pull the crib back. I'm like, I didn't find a video. So, as we're talking, hopefully, Joe and Craig can find something that we can talk about. But hey, it's cool. But I did the same thing last week, and Craig found. Cringe commercials. Um, so we're going to talk about that today. Gen Z Me is the video channel. I I didn't see how many subscribers they had. It was kind of hard to see. Did you guys see? Uh, see. Um, I didn't. Um, I didn't notice how many subscribers they had. But the video that we watched had like sixty four thousand views. I think. Yeah. So it was you know it was significant. Yeah, I'll take sixty-four thousand views right now. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, it was interesting. They weren't kind of the classical provider, like you know, they were doing their own shows or whatever. But they were kind of compiling information. It was good. Uh, this is like a twelve-minute video. As always, we'll link to it in our description. Um, that kind of just combined. Man, I got a lot of notes here. Probably at least twenty, twenty-five commercials in a twelve-minute period. There really wasn't any intro. It was just like, hey, here they are, and they just kind of ran one after the other. Wanted to kind of go through them, and um, some we could just mention that I didn't really see too much interest. Some I think we need to have a little deeper discussion on. Um, there was a Dick's, and I think it was a, a car guy. It wasn't like the Dick's Sporting Goods Company. It starts out with, and they had an old guy creepily dancing to Gangnam Style, which... <laughs> It, it was cringy. I, they really didn't rank these in any order. Hey, no, listen, but, I got, I got, I got to interject, man. There were none of these that weren't cringy. Yeah, every I, one I, of I these agree. was cringy. I agree. Every one, but now the degree, <laughs> yeah, uh, some of them really. Well, these I mean, were this some was, bad commercials. Yeah. Oh, oh. This this was cringy, but they didn't rank them. But if they, if this was like top twenty five, I can make arguments saying this was the twenty fifth one. I mean, it was a dumb commercial. I would never, if I'm a TV ad agency, I would never have promoted a commercial like this. But compared to the rest, this was kind of tame. I guess that's would be my thought on this one. Right. As well, especially if you remember of the time, it was yeah. like there were so many parody commercials like that. You almost can't blame yeah. a local card. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, it was it was cringy, but it was also just bad and yeah, you know, yeah. It was terrible, but yeah, I mean, certainly not the, the the most cringeworthy commercial that we saw, and it was probably in line with a lot of other car dealership commercials that probably would have come out around the time of of Gingham Styles, you know, popularity. So yeah, it's not ultra cringy; it's just really dumb and you know unoriginal. Yeah, yeah I think another thing you got to look at here is. What's the company? Like this first company, Dick's, it was some Dick's car dealership or something. It, it was weird because you got some more bigger companies 
here too. Yeah. yeah. Which is almost inexcusable. I mean, I if it's a small company, they don't know what they're doing, and the CEO probably says, "What the heck? Let's do it." You know. But right. you know, we have some like other bigger companies. I'm like, how did this get through? Kind of weird. Um, Route 21. I've actually heard the company before. I, I don't know if it's a huge company. Uh, it was just a weird uh, beatbox. And again, it looks like an older commercial. I mean, beatbox used to be kind of more of a thing. But just very bad beatboxing clothes. Any other thoughts about this? Um, Rue 21 still around, pretty sure. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I... Um, yeah, lots of companies go on to successful, uh, you know... Uh, lifespans um despite terrible commercials and rude 21 is one of them <laughs> as it evidenced would, by this video <laughs> yeah it, it was bad <laughs> it would be interesting like was that a natural ad for rude 21 yeah, well, well that was the if you're, if you're talking about the second commercial in the pod yeah that was a east it was like east hills mall so it was like a mall commercial oh that's right that's oh, okay. right it was or like any american local. eagle was in there like if i was those okay people, i'd probably would have sued whoever made that commercial and said <laughs> fair enough I don't, want you, uh, I don't want you putting our products out there <laughs> yeah because and you're right because there was terrible there were like there was a salon in there and yeah you're right it was that yeah. was the second one yeah yeah okay well, and that's another bad sign, too. And again, I don't pay attention too much. So just because I didn't get it doesn't mean it make a horrible commercial. But if I'm walking out going, hey, this is a Route 21 commercial, the commercial flopped them because if the commercial is more about the mall, <laughs> right? you, you, you got to know what the ad's about. And yeah. again, I wasn't 100% locked into this as I was watching it, but it was just kind of, uh, kind of strange. Here's the other... The third one was kind of a wild one. I, I think the company was Showtime, right? And it, it was very, um, they, they were doing furniture, and they, they had this um, African-American woman that was almost like, I, I could see maybe they were like, hey, she's a comedic part of the, the ad or whatever, but she was dropping very strange double entendres, which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I don't know if they were offensive because I, you know, I've seen some weird stuff before. But for an ad, like for a furniture that I, I'm assuming is geared for the family, like you know, they're like 73 inch TV, and she's like, oh, 73 inches, that's great, you know, like oh, well, yeah, that is a, a yeah. very weird one, yeah. I, I think, um, I, I hope, and maybe I'm being overly generous here, but. We are seeing these without benefit of the the greater context of the business and okay. its history, and you know I'm I'm sure that some of these suffer from being seen out of context, and we don't know the historical shtick, if you will, of some of right. these businesses, especially local car dealerships. You know the East Hills Mall thing. Yeah. Uh, local businesses come up with gimmicks. You know they do. And I hope that was part of it, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, was. They, they yeah. just seem all of them seem a little aged. So you know, Craig, Craig, and I take part in some other podcasts on this network where we talk about old shows, and a common refrain that comes up is, "Man, you could tell 
like this humor wouldn't fly in 2022. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering, you know, if the commercials like 20 or 30 years ago, you know, whatever it was, you know, having a woman like portray, hey, you know, I'm, you know, this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure if it's if it's cool for the 90s or 2000, whenever it first came out. Context. Context. Yeah, praying yeah, very praying for context. <laughs> very strange. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't get it. Um, Hoot Wireless was the next one. Didn't have too many notes about this one. Just they kept repeating Hoot Wireless. Kind of <laughs> yeah. strange. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that one. That one also falls into the the local character category, where it's you know clear that's that's what the selling point is because otherwise corporate didn't approve that ad yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. that didn't yeah. The, the marketing department the marketing department did not script that one yeah that, that yeah. applies to a lot of them here for sure um super Serial warehouse was the next one um where's the base apparently it was just after the <laughs> super bowl you know where's the yeah. where's the beef yeah yeah. Got that. And yeah, old lady too, too. I mean, I, I guess they couldn't have got sued for that because it's probably like, hey, we're weird out on this, you know, this Wendy's ad, but hey, I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, considering they were advertising products in there that didn't exist when the Wendy's original Where's the Beef yeah. ad was released. I mean, because, I, you know, not for nothing car DVD players didn't exist when those three ladies were standing around and the Wendy's competitor looking at this meager meager yeah. patty on a bun. So, but yeah, it was uh, as as a reformed car audio kind of, I guess, enthusiast. Yeah, yeah that was cringeworthy. Yeah, definitely cringeworthy. Um, next, next one was EB yeah. Games. Now, EB Games used to be a thing. I mean, yeah. I don't think EB Games is around now. Um, I don't know if it was as cringy. I mean, they were trying to Call of Duty. Probably was a well. No, you know what? He mentioned Xbox One. And I know there's. I have an Xbox One. Xbox One's only been out for a couple of years, so th this must be a somewhat newer ad. Um, but it was just I don't know. It, it was a dumb ad. Yeah. But they had guys like play fighting each other. I don't think it was as bad as some of the other ones. It was still dumb. I mean, I'm not saying it was a great act. But this is another one of those, though, that would fall into the category of it was greenlit by corporate because EB Games right. was the corporate's, you know. So this commercial was greenlit by someone at the top and said, yeah, that's what we're going for. Right. Let's sell the crap out of, out of EB Games. Well, and you know, and that's that's the thing. I I think we have to um, we have to apply like a, a a sliding scale here, because the more people who had to sign off on these ads, I think, yeah. the the because yeah, what was this commercial as bad as Hoot Wireless? No, clearly not. On the other hand. It's EB Games, which yeah. makes it weird. Yeah. yeah, right. It's it's like, how did y'all arrive at this? Thinking right. this was going to put people in, bring people in the store to spend money on stuff from you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. They were, they were, and also they, we got to consider for larger corporations, larger companies, they're rolling the dice on a larger audience too. 
because right. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Show, Showtime Furniture, um, that ad has been seen by far more people, I bet, thanks to YouTube than was ever seen on TV, maybe, yeah. you know, considering yeah. how small that market was. But EB Games, hey, I bought stuff at EB Games. Yeah. 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 One of the more known companies, I guess, from this list. Right. right. Next one, and my writing has been chicken scratch lately, so you guys might have to help me on some of these. I, I believe uh company was Auto Connections. Yeah. Dancing Dog was the only thing I wrote down. Not not much else. And yeah, it's kind of a by-the-number. I mean, this was yeah. cringeworthy, but not, like, super bad cringeworthy, though. It was just yeah. bad. Like, Right, right. It was another one where the slider was... The bad slider was up more than the cringe slider. I, I picture myself at, like, a, a very remedial mixing board with these commercials were created. Like, do we want it to be bad, or do we want it to be cringy? Yeah. That's what they said. They kind of went for either I, or. I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder. Yeah, I wonder about that with some of these. Like, we, we talked about, you know, how many people signed off on a commercial or how bad it is and how could someone sign off on it. I wonder, too, like, how many of these commercials are purposely bad? Because right. some of these, if you're making a commercial, and, you know, especially the local ones where the acting is like, you know, you could probably get a better performance out of a block of wood. Right. And you just kind of wonder, like, do they watch this and say, that's the take? That's what we're going to use? And, and think yeah. that right. it, there, there has to be a that's level, of, you know, sort of a level of, let's put this out here because people are going to be like, how bad was that commercial? And that's probably part of it, too, for some of these. Right. Or did they did, did the opposite actually happen? Did they shoot several takes and then they go, oh, that's the one. My goodness, that one yeah. was a real stinker. That's, yeah. that's the yeah. key. Well, right. Next one I want to spend a little more time on, FarmersOnly.com. And I just checked it. It's still up. I'm not sure how well they're doing. But it's it's like a dating site for farmers, as you might assume. Um, again, not sure when this ad came out because you know there's definite differences in what ads look like, you know, yeah. even ten years ago compared to now. Just crappy graphics. Yeah, you had talking animals, and the talking animals weren't that believable. Um, that you got into this uh, lonely farmer girl named Jill, but it was like a long. Like, I want to see a closer shot of Jill. It's like you saw this distant shot of Jill walking, you know, long ways away. Like, hey, here's Jill. She's lonely. And you're like, I mean, did they hire someone? Or did they just take a random stock footage of some girl walking far in the distance and they tried to pass it off as Jill or whatever? I, I don't know. And, you know, the other thing, too, and, again, these are dumb ads. I don't want to break these down too closely. Okay, FarmersOnly.com. If you never heard before, you think, okay, it's a farmer's dating site. But it didn't really tell the story of what the site was about. It was almost like, all right, farmers, you're only going to date another farmer, and that's it. Here, you know, check our website. You know, sell me on the idea a little bit more. Yeah, I bet you there's farmers out there that say, hey, I want to marry someone who's not a farmer, you know, that wants to come check out farmers. I mean, it's not like farmers can only marry farmers. I, I had issues on a bunch of different levels with that one. Well, I'll, I, I'll raise the context flag on this one, too. Again, because of uh, time frame. Yeah, there's plenty of just bad or or less than effective advertisements out there. 
but also, um, I mean, not for nothing. Have y'all seen some of the ads for the larger, more popular dating sites? Oh my god, they're hideous, yeah. hideous, 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 hideous. I see ads streaming on all sorts of on Hulu. Every I've seen just that were so bad and and are were I mean were intended for an audience that had like six extra zeros on it compared to that farmer's only ad. Yeah, you know, and it's like yeah. how did how did that get approved? Yeah, far I mean. Do what you do. Good good luck on any any of those sites, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it certainly seemed like it was either extremely dated or really early in the site's um, existence. Right? Had to right. had to be because you can make a lot better stuff than that now. Next next ad, help me on this one. I didn't really catch what the anti drug company was. But it was kind of like a say no to drugs ad. Did, did you know what it was about? Like I, it was a uh, like a federal like yeah PSAs yeah partnership for drug free America. So and the teenage mutant ninja turtles. I mean, if you're in the teenage mutant ninja turtles, you're like, man, this is a great ad. You know, I love seeing those guys. But it just they kind of gave a half butt, you know, effort. It wasn't really. You know, yeah. it, it just—it wasn't that impressive. Well, look, yeah. look, I mean, fast forward. Those, I mean, of course, that was intended to be the the anti drug school. I get it; they're in school, but right. fast forward to right now, and odds are, where whatever school that was taking place in, those two guys, mm-hmm. as long as they're more than a thousand yards from it, they could be buying it legally now. Because it yeah. was like it was like three, didn't he have like three joints in his hand or something? Yeah, three or four joints. That's all yeah. it was it was it was just it was just cannabis. Yeah. It was it was like that's yeah. legal in most places now, guys. Yeah, <laughs> one it way or another. Anyway. Like should be like more of cocaine. You know, hey, you want some cocaine or something? <laughs> like, oh, that's so bad. You know. Yeah, but that makes it even more even more absurd. It's like, hey, how's yeah. it going, middle schooler? Yeah. <laughs> It was, you you know, at that time though, people people assumed that it was the gateway drug and, and you know whatever. So I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying that that's how people thought of it then, and that's how they tried to sell it in the anti-drug campaigns was that it was like the gateway drug to everything else. So yeah, now today they wouldn't even make that. You'd have to like the kid would have to open his locker and be it or something for them to like. It was very much like an 80s after school special. Like, I could see yeah, maybe definitely. they filmed a movie and at the end they say, hey, let's just do a PSA in general. Because some of the language, and again, very Nancy Reagan ish, you know, from the just say no and yeah. stuff, but it was like a like, you know, are you chicken? Block, 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 which yeah, usually it certainly was of its time. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And and it seemed like more of a rural high school. Like, I, you know, I'm sure in the inner cities, like, they weren't like, are you chicken? Block, block. And it's usually like, hey, here's a gun. Buy a drug or else or something. <laughs> uh, but, you know, but then at the end, you know, like, the kid was like, I'm a chicken. You're a turkey. Which I'm like, what? <laughs> that was, oh, that was priceless. I'm using it. I'm using it tomorrow at work. I yes. can't wait until yes. I get on a, on a call. I'm, that's my comeback for something. Yeah. yeah, if you ask to do something you shouldn't do or whatever, you know. Call right. someone a turkey. Yeah. Um, well, that'll fix them. 
some cars, just next company, just a crappy theme song. That's all I had to say about that. It's some car place. Yeah, this no one, I, think, cars. I, think, I think this was one of the worst ones, and here's why. Okay. The, the song was just terrible. It mm-hmm. wasn't very catchy at all. But then you also incorporated NBA stars. So this was a this had to have been an Oklahoma City car dealership. You had Russell oh. Westbrook was in there, yeah, and Serge Ibaka, and it was just terrible. A terrible commercial. They had these guys, and they sort of kind of barely used them in a lot of ways. So this was this was one of the worst ones for me. Not the worst one, but. It's it's one of the worst ones, you know. And and I think I agree. I think it's another example too of like if you. I mean, let's face it. You have, regardless of whether they're athletes or or actors or musicians or whatever, if you've got celebrities of a certain level in your commercial, you can either kind of squander them on some half baked idea like this, or you can just have them come out and say, "Hey, come down to Bob's." car sales because the dude's got good deals on cars because yeah. that will connect with people a lot better than yeah uh, right. whatever that whatever that hot mess was, it was terrible. <laughs> they it probably was had money to pay the players that's yeah i think you're right chris i think it was more money than sense maybe in that case right like, come on down here and you you sing this part of the song sing yeah. that. Okay. and it was a, it was a young russell westberg first contract you know where he was only making three million a year instead of the forty million. He's <laughs> yeah. so it, like, hey, hopefully, hopefully good. they got a free car out of all that because that, yeah, was, that's bad. Definitely. Um, next one's a doozy. Um, Gannett is interesting. I, I'm in the content division, so I, I don't know too much about the ads, but from what I understand, their ad people are more like consultants. So obviously, they don't want to sell ads to company X, but. They're going to try to help you out through there. Where I don't think they're designing the ad themselves, but they're they're more of, you know, hey, this ad looks good. Hey, this ad could be improved. So they're doing more than just selling the ad. They're trying to give you the best ad possible. Yeah. Well, Mike's Golf Shop bought TV Spot, and this was, I'm sure it was at least ten years ago. Back then, they probably just said, hey, sell the ad, take the money, we'll run whatever. But this was a crappy ad. Uh, it was this guy, angry old guy, who just kept yelling, we buy golf clubs. We buy golf clubs. No context. I mean, obviously, okay, they buy your golf club if you want to sell it. But it just was, it was very... Mike. It was Mike, wasn't it? It was Mike's yes. golf. Mike, I was trying yeah, to remember yeah. what yeah. was scribbled on the top of the sign because that's what it was. Yes. It had been scribbled. Oh. Giant letters, but it still looked scribbled somehow. Mike's yes. golf. Yeah, th- this was one of the worst. This was probably the worst one for me because... It seemed like this guy was, he, he just decided one day when he was in his parking lot, like, we're going to make a commercial. He, right, gets his, right. he gets his phone out, and he doesn't realize, like, well, how am I going to, you know, take up 30 seconds, 60 seconds yeah. for a commercial spot? And he just, you know, kind of decided to hover around the We Buy Golf Clubs and stuff. And it was it was pretty uh, pretty uh, bad. And this guy's actually we, we a, buy golf. He's a Chattanooga. Not we buy golf clubs. We, we buy, buy golf. golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so what is somewhat confusing yeah. to me, a non-golfer. I yeah. was like, can right. you? Yeah. He bought I, the I, sport of golf. Yeah, I I uh, I kind of picture that conversation going this way. I picture Mike saying, "Hey, Earl, come here. What is it, Mike? Yeah. I got an idea for a commercial." And then he runs down his commercial, which played out exactly. 
Yeah. As we saw it with he recited it with as many we buy golfs, yeah. we buy golf clubs in there as and Earl said, mm-hmm. and that was it. That was it. That's the only vetting this ad had. And then Mike yeah. said, I'm gonna do it. And then he I'm gonna come out here and bang us out before lunch. You know, that's well, I, there's way they're that still in business. They're still <laughs> they're 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 close to us. They're in Chattanooga. Maybe we can go down there and visit them one day. They're still in business, so the commercial right, look, must be uh, doing well for them. Look, there you look, go. We know they we know they buy golf. I'm willing to bet <laughs> they sell golf. And if they're in Chattanooga, located where they are, they got decent prices. I bet they sell a ton of golf too. Yeah, <laughs> if you can talk to those guys, by all means, I I'll give you a prime spot. You don't have to worry about if I'll air it in the network. I definitely will. I mean, I. Probably delete everything else and just air that one. That, that sounds fantastic. If you ever go down there, yeah, take a <laughs> yeah. I, I want to hear from Mike. That'd be great. Wow. Um, you gotta you gotta visit the guy's website. Um, okay. Yeah. You just gotta visit it. Okay. Um, Mayfield Buffet, not not Baker Mayfield. Um, kind of a strange mess of a cartoon. Kind of a weird animated like gladiator scene, you know, Roman Coliseum and everything. And you know, the lion jumps at the gladiator, but runs past the gladiator and runs out of the Coliseum and to the buffet, runs in the buffet. Um, I think it freaks out a customer, but the, he lets the customer pet it and he's eating stuff off the buffet. Just kind of a weird it, it probably sounded better whoever put it together and said, hey, this is going to yeah. make sense, but it yeah. just didn't make too much sense. Yeah. Somebody thought they had a really good idea, and their cousin told them. Their cousin lied and said they were good at computer graphics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's it, right? I, yeah. I may have missed something. Yeah. And I look, I totally could have fallen victim to that, too. Number one, because I often think my ideas are better than they are. And I've had plenty of people who've claimed to be better at things than they were in my yeah. life, so I can dig it. <laughs> yeah, well, especially when you're in Fairbanks, Alaska, maybe there wasn't a lot of options for graphic designers. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it was probably one of those the the idea in your head sounded better than the reality of the idea coming to life. Right. By the time you get the ad, you're like, well, I'm not going to can it. I got to use it. <laughs> yeah, too much money spent on that one. Right. You got my next... five hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These next two, I'm someone should have gotten arrested for these. These are really weird. <laughs> Sudoku Hut, I, I believe the company was. I wasn't even quite sure what. So they had this guy talking to the gorilla, and you're like, hey, impress me, gorilla. So the gorilla picks up a guitar and starts playing it. And the guy ends up with, we'll do anything to get lucky. Suvlaki Hut. Okay. Wasn't I, it? Well, yeah. What is yeah, a Slovaki Hut? Is it like yeah. some. It's a Greek restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming there's a non-sexual, you know, lucky part of it. But when I heard it at the end, the guy said, we'll do anything to get lucky. I'm sitting here like, oh, my gosh. I mean, this is <laughs> this is like the casting couch. Uh, like Harvey Weinstein probably. Has, Context. Has talking. Context. Yeah, yeah, but I just. Well, fran- fran- franchises are available, Chris, if you want to get in on it. <laughs> I, I mean, we have creepy minds, and obviously just because, like, I don't know. My wife got mad at me because we were playing golf, and I kept saying that's what she said when she made some golf comment, and she got tired of it after a while. Do you buy golf? Do you buy golf, Chris? Yeah. Golf? Was, well, we were miniature <laughs> golfing today. But it was, um, 
So yeah, maybe we're creeps that look at things the wrong way or something, but somebody had to say, okay, your last line, we'll do anything to get lucky. And he might be like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something else. And he's like, don't say that. It's going to give yeah. people the weird idea. You know, I'm sure he didn't mean that in a weird way, but it sounded that way to me. I don't know. I'm, am I, am I wrong? Or? I'm, I'm kind of thinking he probably did mean it the wrong way because <laughs> how, yeah. how many of these commercials have just been flat out weird or like the one, you know, furniture place where everything was like sexual in nature? I yeah. kind of think that they want to test the limits so they can maybe get you to remember them a little bit more than a normal right. terrible commercial. But there's got to be a segment. Like, like, okay, my wife and I were talking about some, you know, just some, what, like, why do we have certain things? Like, why do we have, um, and, and like, I, I was saying a lot of times we see parades and you see just different events. A lot of it's for marketing, you know, companies take part in stuff to market, you know, they want to appeal to different groups of people, a wider arrangement of people. And why I bring that up is so when you look at, you know, Sadaki HUD or whatever it's called. You're probably creeping out some of your audience by, you know, we'll do everything to get lucky. You know what I mean? Like, and again, Joe said context is probably the word of the day here on this episode. But I'm thinking, like, in 2022, you want to dumb down your message. So, you know, no matter what you are, who you are, whatever, you don't scare anybody away. But, right. you know, the furniture creep and the stock creep, you, yeah. you're like alienating the audiences. I mean, I don't know. It was very weird. And, and what was going on? And I'm, I'm hoping they cut off part of the commercial. There's the next one. This is Nor- Norman furniture, I believe. Norton. Norton, Norton furniture. This okay. is an Ohio. This is Ohio. Yeah. Right here, man. And and this is Cleveland. They might still be around. They are still around. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think I've seen commercials for them when I grew up in the Cleveland area. Yeah. So this woman screaming. She's on, you know, delivering a baby and everything. And and he creeps out from under the table, right? Yeah, I mean, what does that have to do with furniture at all? And yeah. and I'm like, okay, hey, the furniture company that does the you know the woman doing all kinds of double entendres, I get that. If if you think that works, go for it, whatever. But what what are they trying to say of Norman coming out from under the delivery room table? Like I like I'm not sure. Like I'm thinking double entendres. I'm like I'm not even sure what they're trying to say with that. Any idea? Seems like part of the story was missing. I did yeah. not. Fo- I did yeah. not follow the storyline there. Yeah. It's, it seemed yeah. like a ten second me. clip. Did they upload the whole commercial? Maybe they like yeah. tape like a half of it, and I was like, "What's going on here?" I think with Norton Furniture, this is probably just the guy talking is is weird enough. Like, if you ever watched any other Norton commercials, the guy is just very strange and uh, yeah. comes across as creepy. So this this is probably even more so because he's, like, I don't know if they're implying that he's coming out of her. Like I she wondered gave, that. I yeah, thought yeah. he was supposed to be the baby. Like, <laughs> like, she gave birth to him because he was looking out at us maybe as if it was implying that he came out of her. So I, I don't know. It, it's just, how's that sell furniture? I mean, that could be it. I'm well, I'm not doubting what your idea, but yeah, no. Well, at this point, though, like this guy's made a career of being cringeworthy commercials and weird, right. 
you know, the weird voice and stuff. Like this guy's made a career out of it. So yeah. Once again, the local the local character is this tells far more of the story than just the the clip in the compilation. But yeah, but yeah. man, if it's just that clip. <laughs> yeah, just just no. really weird. I Craig, invite him on the show. We got we, we have to get the bottom yeah. of this. Figure I'm, I'm not sure if he would want to appear on the show. <laughs> Explain the weird, kind of bizarrely perverted commercial. Okay, I'll do it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it just probably won't be that good. Um, okay, so I didn't catch the company's name. Uh, I think uh, Eagles Insurance or something. Uh, there's this guy dressed up as an eagle. Uh, it ends up with him hatching an egg. He like crouches down like he's gonna take a dump, and <laughs> right. Right. Except the dump, the egg comes out, and I—I I, I think a woman walked by. It, it, she wasn't screaming, and oh my gosh, what are you doing? And she was like terrified of it, but yeah. she's like, "Oh, it's low rates." Yeah, it gave right. birth to low rates. Yeah, he hatched right. a low rate egg. Very strange. <laughs> you know. Yes, strange. Help me out with this because maybe I missed a comment or something. McDonald's, one, one of the bigger companies who have put out a million ads. So they have a burger of the month, and, and you know it's a double quarter. I did I miss something on this, or did because again, it's probably some dude like you and me putting together commercials. Was this cringy? I, Look, it seemed like a regular ad. I don't... This is this is simple. This is simple, and it applies to two companies whom I have patronized uh, oh, yeah. on and off throughout my life. Yeah, um, I am in. I'm in no way making a comment for or against the quality therein. I will let them speak for themselves on that and their experience. But OMG, is there anything worse than a bad McDonald's or a bad Toyota commercial? Both of them, huge, massive, successful companies that do what they do better than virtually any other entity that's ever tried it. Okay. And their commercials are just the worst things. And they have been consistently. I remember being a kid and seeing McDonald's commercials. I was single digits of age and seeing McDonald's commercials and turning and asking my dad, what was that about? And he's like, it was just dumb, son. They're bad. Okay. And, I mean, um, and, and that's and that's the, over and over and over again. I don't understand it. It's like they have a department that's, that's the department of bad advertising. You know what I mean? It's the, yeah. it's the it's the poorly marketing department. I just I don't understand it because yeah. I I it's a bit of a thing for me, and I think eventually um, a therapist is going to make a lot of money off of me uh, pulling that out of my head because it just it's like a worm in my memory. The bad McDonald's and bad Toyota Toyota Thon commercials around Christmas time, especially. Yeah. I'm yeah, just but- like, did you pay people for this? I'm sorry. I gotta be honest. I'm not sure why this one was creepy though. It wasn't a good ad, but it's just bad. Okay. You know, I don't know if it was. Yeah. I mean, it just well, maybe like it was all over the place. Like it was like, yeah. yeah, on like on like ADHD on a bender. Yeah, and it, like yeah. you could see the at one point you could see the boom mic in one okay. of the. Okay. <laughs> but okay. they had this guy just like dressed, sort of like in weird cultural. Dress of some sort for whatever oh, they kept reason. Changing like the dreads, and, right, and, right, 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 right. They kept changing his costuming and hair, and he had a mustache at one point. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was. Therein this, lies the cringe, I think. Right. This this yeah. might okay. have been okay. this might have been the time where you would have said say no to drugs, McDonald's, 
Okay. Because right. maybe right. they were on like PCP or something, <laughs> trying to throw this this idea together on storyboards, and I I don't know. It was all over the place. And for especially me. It wasn't like. like the character floating repeatedly, basically through. The, I mean, you know, just different. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was another one that was. Uh, help me, help me on this next one because I can't ruin my chicken scratch. Real money? I, I'm sorry. I, title Max. Title, title Max. Max. Okay. Yeah, tell me about that one. I, I can't ruin my chicken scratch. So. Well, I, I guess you can get you can pay for your title on. Mm. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're still they're still doing their thing, which is you know it's it's yet another. I don't I don't think I'm uh, you know they they've been targeted by legislation on the state and federal level. That industry has you know it's another one of those, um, you know, um, you bring us something of value, whether it's a paycheck stub or whatever, and we advance you money at a rather high interest rate. You pay it back, great. If you don't, we get the thing. In this okay. case, it's the title to your car. Um, but the, that's neither here nor there for the purposes of the commercial. The commercial was just bad. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, clearly yeah. it was, um, you know, and I, 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 I haven't seen any of their commercials. I don't watch a whole lot of local TV anymore, um, so I haven't seen them. I haven't seen many online. I hope they've gotten better, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or, or, the mess. Let's briefly expand the last three, because the last three all had some big, big issues. Jordash Basics. Uh, I, I don't know if Jordash is still a big company, oh, but obviously Jordash used to be a big company. It was kind of like a um, Weekend Bernie's vibe. They were just carrying around yeah. this old man. I'm not sure if the guy was dead or not, but it, it wasn't funny. It was just strange. I, I don't know what they're trying to say with the act. Yeah, this was terrible. I don't I don't understand how this I didn't okay, so I mean I've heard of the name of this company, but I didn't really know what they were selling. Well so, you wouldn't from that commercial. But from that commercial, <laughs> how would you even know what they are? Because I think they're selling they're, an old guy. I don't know. It's like, like are they selling like a retirement community where people go and you know befriend an old gentleman and yeah. play chess with him? I mean, I don't not everybody I, befriended not him know. though. You know, some people weren't too keen on it. Yeah, yeah I really did not was... know what uh, what this was. I did not. I I know I've heard of Jordash, but I've never. I, I don't remember what they do, and I had to look up what Jordash was. Well, I, if I recall correctly, it was an ad for Jordash Basics, which must have been a particular line of Jordash clothing, yeah, yeah. garments, jeans, and, and Jordash Basics because life isn't. Right? Wasn't that the tagline? And so I'm, I'm guessing that life is hard, so your jeans had better be comfy. Right? Because yeah. you're dragging an old guy around. There. It's, it's hard, right? Right, I mean, right yeah. If you're dragging right, an old guy around. Wasn't one of the last character lines, is he going to be okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't just... know if, I don't know if that's a good line when you're just trying to sell people denim. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you're 60 and you're, you're about ready for the... Assist living, you probably aren't happy after watching that. You know, it's yeah, kind of right. making fun of old people. Right. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of a strange, strange, strange commercial. Yes. Let me lead into the last of one because this happened to me over the weekend. So my wife and I don't usually agree on food places. So we're yet last night we spent the afternoon with our father-in-law. 
we're about an hour and a half away down the Hawking Hills in Ohio area. We're coming back to Columbus. It's getting to be about 6, 7 o'clock. We got two kids in the back. We need to eat. So the kids wanted what? They, they wanted Kentucky Fried Chicken. Wife and I said no to that for us. And I, I, I got my app out. and I'm into Jimmy John's now. That, that's my jam. So, and my wife's like, yeah, I'm into it too. I'm like, whoa, we're not usually into the same food. We're, we were excited about Jimmy John's, but our excitement was we paid money to eat their food. Like, I walked in to pick it up. It was like a pickup order. I didn't high-five anybody there. I didn't um, I, I didn't go woo, you know. You didn't, there, I, was no, I, there was no song? You didn't break out into a song and yeah, dance thing and, like, yeah. people jump over the counter and join you? Yeah, right. yeah, I just now my parents kind of creeped me up because they would kind of say too much in restaurants that they liked or something. I, they weren't quite as bad as these people, but it, it's just, um, you know, this ice cream store Sub Zero, which I thought was weird on a couple right. different levels, but way too much excitement by the people, <laughs> you know. And it's like nobody reacts like that. And if they react like that, they're probably making fun of you, you know, they're not naturally going, dang, this is great. Let's high five each other. Woo, this is yeah. great. Yeah, that kind of weirded me out. The other thing, if you notice on the menu, okay, so choose your own food is going to be popular. Like, you know, a lot of places you could say, hey, hold the ketchup or whatever else. But, like, you're choosing the style of ice cream and you're choosing I, I the the item kind of weirded me out, too. It, and at the end, <clears throat> montage of photos. So it was like 10 seconds of showing them eating. And yeah. then it kind of went from live video to like a couple of pictures of them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just was very strange. What were your thoughts on it? This seems like a, it'd be a dangerous place to work. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> they have like these, like, I don't even know what you would call them. These like big, Night, liquid nitrogen shooters that they just shoot the liquid nitrogen into their bowl and they start mixing the ice cream. This guy's doing it with no gloves. Can you yeah. imagine like some high school kid getting a job there? Like, yeah, I'm just I'm just here to serve ice cream, and then they have to learn how to <laughs> they have to learn how to work with a very dangerous product that could really harm you if you if expose the skin. I'd also think it would be really challenging to work there from the idea of. You have this board that has like 35 different combinations of how you can get your ice cream. You got to keep up with that. If you have like people coming in and like, oh, right? I want, I want right? berry and I want this and that and mix of that. I'm like, allergic to nuts. Yeah, whatever. You have to have like 12 workers just to make sure you'd be able to remember everything that you had one individual person order. That seems like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm I'm one of these people that like I remember being just confused by the variety of ice cream at Baskin Robbins when I went in and was first confronted with the 31 flavors. I, no offense to Sub Zero, but that's just I'm, the novelty's not there for me. Yeah, I I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I was a little bit confused about the last ad, and I don't know the age of the person that put it together. I mean, you know, these music ads for a compilation was really popular. You know, Joe and I probably have seen a lot of those ads when we were younger. So I don't know. I was trying to figure out exactly what the cringe was. I mean, I thought the dialogue was insipid. It was dumb. I thought their clothes was weird. Yeah. I, I thought, and, and we'll talk about this in a second. I thought there, I mean, it was a compilation called Punk. 
but the longer they talked about the songs, went totally away from punk. It, it was oh, like, there was there there was not a single punk song mentioned anywhere okay. in the vicinity of that yeah. thing. No, well, I, I mean the, when when the closest the thing came was like the cars. I mean, but, and it's like. But didn't they mention like the Ramones or something? No. Like, I thought no, the first no, one no, or no, two, no, I could no. say, "Hey, these were kind of punk, maybe." No. Or, okay. No. Yeah, there was there is was it, no. This it is. Was, I don't know if it's just me, and maybe that's why this made this to the commercial here, the cringe commercials. Is that Mark McGrath, the male? I don't know. Possible as the the male yeah. host because it uh, looks a lot like him. Now I don't know if maybe? the timing is right because whenever this commercial was shot. But that looks a lot like him. I mean, I I got this was this was just a compilation where somebody you know got the rights to some some songs that were popular in the eighties. Yeah, right? yeah, and 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 threw thirty six of them on a on a CD and was like, let's see how much we can make on each one. How yeah. many how many pennies does it cost to press each of these CD? Yeah. All right, well we got to beat this. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I don't think many people are gonna. You know, correlate a flock of seagulls with right punk rock. You know, <laughs> I mean, and again, yeah. many many fine fine bands were on there. I mean, yeah, all yeah. some some really great groups. I mean, you know, <laughs> I but no, I mean, I love the Cars, but that's not that's not punk man or whatever that guy was trying to do with his hideous you know uh, <laughs> hideous wig and whatnot, which could be Mark McGrath. Yeah, right. I'm. I think that merits some investigating. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's very possible. I mean, <sighs> I I wasn't thinking Mark McGrath when when I first saw it, but now that you say it, you know, there is that's quite possible. Look, say by least. the time by the okay. time we got to that clip, it was. I mean, my senses were so deadened by. Varying levels of cringe, awfulness, and just general bad. I, yeah. I'm surprised I remembered that it was a CD they were selling. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, someone, someone on Reddit seems to believe that it was Mark McGrath. So, okay. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah it wouldn't surprise me at all. There are other who people knows? who it you know, looked, great it lines, looks, I guess. It looks a lot. It looked like him. It, at first, I didn't really think much of it. Then, you know, when they kept, you know, cutting back to him and you know, wild hair there. Right. Um, it, it seemed like, man, that looks kind of like Mark McGrath. And it sure enough, it, I, I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe, maybe we can't trust the Redditors here, but uh, it seems like Look, clearly it seems like it was, it looks like him, but I don't know when this commercial was made <laughs> and I don't know how old Mark McGrath was at this time. And, if right. it would make sense, like you know what I mean. So that's one of the, the biggest problems. But you know, this, clearly, this, this is this. Yeah, yeah. This is. I think this is definitely one of those cases where we should pick up the internet conspiracy seed and plant it in very fertile ground and do our best to to nurture it because this should be an internet conspiracy. If it's not one, it ought to be. Because yeah. it's because that's wonder. great. I didn't even think of that at the time, man. But the more I reflect on it, I'm like, I'm totally convinced. Yeah. At least it could be. It I could wonder be if, Mr. Like, Sugar Ray. I wonder if, like, while he's doing this commercial, he's thinking, this song isn't punk. This song isn't punk. This band isn't punk. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, are we going to well, get like a Sugar Ray is like heavy metal or something or hard, you know, like rap or something? I mean, right, right. what's going on here with Mark McGrath? Probably, I mean, obviously he's getting a good paycheck, hopefully, with this, but you kind of wonder if maybe he's wondering, like, you want me to say that song's on here? Why is this called punk? Right. Yeah. Erasure, erasure is not punk. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Very, very weird. So, all right. Well, that was cringe commercials. Um, I think I found something we could talk about next week. If unless you guys have something, I don't know if you guys. Oh, I, I came up with something that could be a possibility, oh. but we could all right decide. Well, Sam first because mine's kind of a generic one. It, have, it wouldn't uh, be bad, but yeah. I'm not completely sold on it. Well, there are a lot of uh, extremely well watched tiny house videos. So tiny Ooh, home yeah. living. Okay. So tiny houses, you know, various uh, videos out there. We could pick one that kind of detail how these things come together and how cool they look after they're all built. How about if you don't mind, Craig? Could you pick a? Let's go with more of a creator. You know, like a individual creator who well, does do tiny have, houses. I, yeah, I do have one. It's it's a. They have four point three million subscribers. It's living big in a tiny house. Um, but it does look like they kind of just tour people's houses. They they just kind okay. of, you know, not necessarily themselves on camera all the time. I don't think, but they they highlight some of these people's like houses that have come together. In whether like there's one that was made out of like storage pods, um, one that was made out of a bus, so one that's in a tree house. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm on the site now. Um, let's do this. I, what if we just watch the most current one? Okay. So I'm looking here. I can drop this into our, our, uh, now I can't copy the link. Um, Yeah, I'll drop this in the chat, and I mean, you guys can find it on your own too. Um, one about a tiny house in France that they're pretty excited about. Uh, it came out two weeks ago. The link is on the chat. How about who watched that one? That looks and, good to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it, the other idea I have, but we could watch it some other time. Uh, America's Got Talent. You know, I was thinking maybe we could watch a couple of those and try to figure out what's happened to that show. Um, but yeah, maybe we could do that in a few weeks because Craig, I don't think Joe knows this. We have a America's Got Talent finalist that's been a guest on our show a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, are you an America's Got Talent guy? I uh, am not really, but it's not from any animosity. I just am not. I, most of my stuff is streaming rather than broadcast. Okay. But uh, oddly enough, we went through uh, when when we were. Uh, the, the parents of one of our son's friends, we used to go over there and, and just hang out when, when the boys were young and, and, you know, growing up together. And that was one of the shows that we watched quite a bit, you know, so I'm familiar with it, even though I'm not okay. necessarily a fan. You may know the guy because I think he was either a semifinalist or a finalist a couple of years ago. A uh, guy's name is Greg Morton. Um, the year he was on and it was pre COVID. I, I don't right. remember. Well, it the was, long, long ago. 
Yeah, it was probably maybe four years ago. Uh, the year that he was on, it was won by an autistic boy who I couldn't talk, but then when he sang, he was amazing. And right. uh, we were kind of joking around, but he was like, yep, I'm screwed. There's no way I was going to win that. But he <laughs> did pretty good for himself. He's a comic, and uh, he was known for doing funny voices. Um okay. He would do voices from like movies and everything, and he was a really good voice actor. And so he's been on a couple times. Maybe we can see if we could have him on to talk about uh, because he came on once. He kind of gave a nice behind the scenes of how the whole worked. I think that was before Craig came on. And Craig, you were here for the second time, yeah. Uh, and he came on. It was kind of in the midst of COVID. It it was. <laughs> I'll share this, Craig. We, we got shared the wine story with that. Um. It was at the time where we were doing a lot of morning shows um, where we'd tape a show before work each day. And we were talking about a lot of Ohio news and COVID. And um, I'm thankful we're kind of slipped away from that more into the pop culture world. But, you know, he came on and he was talking about COVID in Toronto and how he's dealing with it. And he was very interested. That was at the time when Mike DeWine was doing all, all these daily press conferences to talk about COVID and what was happening. Right, right. And um, so we talked about, you know, he's a shorter guy and his wife's a taller woman. And he said one of the most more famous parts of our podcast was he was at a hotel in Nashville, I think, um, before it showed down there. And he said, let me do my impression of Mike DeWine. And he got on the floor of the hotel, looked up and said, hi, I'm Mike DeWine, which I don't know, that made me laugh, but it was good. <laughs> so very interesting. So, But next week we're going to check out uh, Big Life in a Tiny House. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. should be good. Um, we were talking on the Etcetera show, Craig. Uh, we've had um, – the wine spokesman. Um, oh, geez. I just. Dan, Dan Tierney. Tierney. Dan Tierney. Sorry. Um, Tierney's been on the show a couple times, Joe. How, how about that, man? Well, we got to have some of these, our, our superstar guests on when Joe's on. It'll be fun. The heavy hitters. Bring out the heavy yes. guns. Yeah. Yes. So, I'll put it this way. I've asked Dan some weird questions about the governor and COVID, and I'm glad that he has a good sense of humor. We'll put it that way. Uh, but we were talking on the Excedrin show because Tierney actually came on the Excedrin show once when he couldn't make it with Craig. And I, I was telling the Excedrin guys, we have to do a governor debate. You know, because, you know, Tierney told us he was working on possibly having DeWine come on sometime. Well, let's talk to Nan Whaley's people. That's the person DeWine's running against for governor. We can have a governor debate, but we're not going to ask about any of these hot-button issues. We want to ask about the fun questions that we like to talk about. How about that? I would love to do that. I think that'd be great. Now, yeah. whether we whether it would actually ever happen is, right. I don't, you know, but I would love to. That would be, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not going to talk about anything like you know abortion rights or anything else like that. I mean, I want to talk about things like um, on our Excedrin show last week. We were talking about this doctor says you shouldn't pee in the shower anymore, and she's trying to give her reasons why you shouldn't pee in the shower. And I want you know I want to say, hey, Governor Dewine, do you pee in the shower? I mean, that's the type of things we want to know. You know, come that's on, that's the hard hitting questions for yeah. sure, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, I'm not asking about critical race theory or anything else like that. I want to know who pees in the shower, why or why not. Something tells me we might get a uh, a maybe on that, and then a, a uh, maybe. 
never yeah. never hear hear from it again. You know? I think I think the chrysalis of the maybe would metamorphosize into a beautiful no. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm busy that day. Well, what about this day? I'm busy that day. Yeah. And it would end up with our statehouse reporters would have to write about the show because if Dan ah. Wheelie and, and Dwight came on, you would think that'd be a story in the hot statehouse, right? Well, if not, <laughs> if not a story, at least it would be it would be like an entry in the live blog for the day. It'd yeah, that maybe. yeah, that's true. You know, we'd be, it'd be a brief. Yeah. Could I you imagine that? Dwayne Cullen, I pee in the shower. You, you know, it would be for the. That'd be the headline. And well, I mean, I don't know. Are you are you going to risk? Because let's face it, p- people who do once you're once you're a voting age, if you if you pee in the shower, you're not changing your ways. And if you're a voting age and you don't, then that was drilled into your head when you were a kid, and you're not going to do it. So yeah. you're not yeah. changing anybody's mind here, okay? Hey, wait a minute. This does sound like a political debate. But anyway, yes, yes. I think I think there's something to that because. Would they risk alienating the other side? Mm. Yeah. You never know. You never know. It's very interesting. Yeah, so that's the type of stuff we talk about Wednesday. Very strange, very weird, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, and also in that show, we talked about the live Squid Game. They're doing like a reality show based on right, Squid Game right. on Netflix, and we talked about that. And earlier tonight, uh, Craig and I, you might be interested in this show because it, it was in the dispatch. I'm assuming one of you guys – Shows it. Um, USA Today story, Craig. Remind me. Oh, um, it came up in social media, the Sesame Street, that was really scary. Wicked Witch of the West was on. Apparently, people were rediscovering it on social media. We're kind of giving their opinions on that. Craig and I talked about that in the first part of our show. Um, anything else before we go? Kind of supersized YouTube episode. Oh, I don't think so. Craig? No. Nope. No, not really. Craig and I are going to do one more segment, but we'll, Craig, we'll keep that one short <laughs> because it's going to late. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, for Joe and Craig, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out our long YouTube show. You're welcome, America. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.